self-care, fatigue, and Jesus. I listened to a YouTube video the other day of a girl that I follow. She's totally not Christian. She is um, teaches people about hair, which sometimes when I want to switch off, I learn about hair. Um, and she was touching on the subject of um, self-care fatigue. And I thought that was so interesting. And I have a few reasons why. And it's something that I want to chat about and chat about as Christian women in business or in leadership, how do we look after ourselves? But how do we do it in a way that um, doesn't cause self-care fatigue? Um, so here I am in my car. Um, I'm halfway down to traveling down the South Coast to go and work with a client today and tomorrow. So I'll be staying overnight. Um, and at the minute, life is, is quite... Like this is a season of full onness. Um, it's nice to have a season of relaxing and hibernation and etc. And then you know times are changing and we're going at full steam ahead. Um, so now I've swapped into the season where I'm out of the house a lot more. Um, I'm around people a lot more. I'm having to use my brain a lot more. Um, and then juggling all that along with Christian women in business, Christian women leadership. Um, the events that we're going to have going this year, being a wife, um, and then just my own general health. Um, I've been really thinking of creative ways to manage my energy. Um, and But, however, doing it in a way that is not causing um, self-care fatigue. So here I am, I'm sat in Jerengong. Um, I'm not going to show you because it's raining and <laughs> it looks really crane drab. It's still so beautiful to me. Um, but maybe I'll take a shot tomorrow when it's looking a little bit more sunshiny. <laughs> um, but I'm sat in my car. I'm in my gym gear. I've got messy hair. I've um, got a war wound. Um, and that's basically because I've set myself um, a goal of, or not a goal, a habit that when I come down the coast to travel for work, um, I'm trying to fit something in that um, I love and enjoy. Um, because sometimes in the morning, I don't have time to do self-care stuff. So self-care fatigue, oh my gosh, the surf is so big. Maybe I will show you. Like, I'm thinking they're like seven meters, a seven meter swell at least and they're beautiful waves it's just raining so that's why it looks a bit shab but um yeah so this whole concept so the past couple of years you know self-care has been promoted a lot like a lot um you know we should be looking after ourselves um you know we need to do this 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 and this and it can sometimes feel like we're just getting more and more added to our list every single day um it can feel like it's another added unnecessary pressure it can um feel like another thing we've got to do and we can actually like burn out from trying not to burn out by trying to take care of ourselves um and i've seen like i've seen it's affects so many people in lots of different ways so some people they feel like they're failing because they're not keeping up with looking after themselves of how they think that they should um and 
people are advising for them to do things that are self-care but might not necessarily be self-care to that person. So I actually want to take away the word self-care. Um, in the Bible, um, Jesus does tell us that our bodies are temple and we need to look after it, um, not to burn the candle at both ends most of the time. And um, yeah, have faith in him that things are going to happen. But I actually like, I feel like we should come away to retreat with God and to restore with God. And he is the person that can do that for us. But I don't think we should be putting pressure on ourselves to be making it perfect because, you know, Jesus, like, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, like there isn't actually anywhere where, oh no, I'm going to dig myself to a big hole. But they're just like, there is a concept of self, but not over dramatic of self. So yes, we should look after ourselves, but at the same time, I believe Jesus said we should live our lives for others. Well, not for others, but for God. That's wrong, that we should live our lives for God. So as I've been going through burnout and all this different kinds of things, um, and then, you know, we've come through the self-care movement, and this is not to offend anyone who's in self-care. I just think, let's be smart about this. And let's do it in a way that's really effective. Um, so I feel like I've come to the conclusion that, and I've been teaching this for years, but everything we do, we do in grace. And that means really analysing our lives and asking ourselves, what am I doing that God's not asked me to do? What am I doing that's just pressure from me, putting pressure on myself to do it and what's God like what has he actually asked, like literally what has he asked me to do what has he asked you to do um and are you just doing that or are you adding all this other stuff to it because we feel like we need to be busy or whatever so that's the first thing going back to Jesus aligning ourselves and this is what a little bit about like this is what we cover on our retreats and also at conference as well is okay this is where we're at um, you're feeling burnout, you're feeling tired, you're feeling exhausted, whatever. What is it that Jesus has actually asked you to do? And are you just doing that? Or are you being a typical woman <laughs> and feeling like you need to be busy is productive and adding too much in that you need to? So after spending a few years in hibernation, um, going from absolute chaotic life to hibernation to a season of very fast paced again. I feel like this time around, I'm doing things a lot differently. I went through last year of having like a really hard get up, do this, do this, do this, do this. And I found that that fatigued me trying to implement everything that I thought was, you know, looking after myself and self care. And some of it was and some of it wasn't. So what I'm doing this year is I'm looking at how can I add without being overwhelmed or how can I include things into the journey that I'm on that's not adding to the to-do list so an example of that and <clears throat> I challenge you to do this as well and I was speaking to a friend about this the other day also that is how can you do things when you're already doing things and I don't mean multitasking that we can do but it can be an added stress I mean for example I'm driving down the coast today for work. 
So rather than doing this podcast in my office, trying to look all clean cut and perfect, um, instead I decided I'm going to do it on the way down and I'm just going to do it like this is just how I look a lot of the time. Like my hair is usually, it does need washing. I don't really wear makeup. I do put on like sunscreen because you just got to in Australia on your face. I tied my hair back. I'm in my gym gear because on the way down, I wanted to add and have been adding in that when I go down the coast, I either go for a swim in the ocean or I go climbing stroke bouldering. Um, And that's just something that I've included in my trip that fills me up. Like it completely fills my soul up. I absolutely love just being in the moment of um, like a climb or um, being feeling the freshness of the ocean on my skin. So for me, that's filling my cup up. It's like filling my bucket up. If I was to come down and sat in a hair, uh, sat in a nail salon, it would drive me mad. Like I am not a girl with nails. I will not sit down and find getting my nails done in a stinky salon with noise and being around other stinky chemicals. And I was going to say other stinky people. I won't say that. I just did say that. But um, like, you're around a lot of people, it's claustrophobic, it's stressful, the chick that usually does your nails usually looks peed off, like, it's just not my jam, that's not, that's not filling my soul and my life, get into um, a bouldering centre and just moving my body and using it and challenging myself and feeling the peace of that, feeling the adrenaline, all the things that come with it, that fills my soul. So that's one thing that I've included on my trip down. It's only for an hour. That's all I need. Literally like my hands after an hour, just they die like, and my arms. Um, but it's, it's adding that, um, adding something into something that I'm already doing that's filling my soul. So when I was talking to my friend the other day, she's like, oh, you know, both kids are in swimming. One's doing gym. I'm going here. I'm going there. I'm like, well, why don't you just jump in the water while your kids are in the water? Like move your body while you're already there. You're already there. You could be sat there sitting on your phone, comparing yourself to everyone and just feeling yucky because that's how scrolling on Instagram and Facebook makes a majority of people feel. Or you could put the phone down. You could read a book if that's what fills you. Or you could get in the pool yourself and just move your body. Like it doesn't have to be long, 20 minutes. You're already there tie your hair back, get your swimmers on, get out in that sunshine and move your body. That's something you can include and do while you're already there. Now, I don't have kids. I have a puppy. Um, she's another one that I do. So when I can, I bring my puppy down the coast with me and I take her for a walk on the beach and we go for a swim after. That again is something for me that I can add into what I'm already doing that lights my light up and just brings me joy. I mean, even just driving down with my puppy makes me feel happy. <laughs> like, So these are just like different things and ideas that you can do that you can include in your life to things that like you're already doing, whatever it is to you. It doesn't have to be climbing. It doesn't have to be swimming in a freezing cold ocean in winter. Um, it can be the thing that lights you up that you can try and start to incorporate into what you're already doing that doesn't make you feel like you've got another thing to do. Like I was, I do find in the morning walking really nice. 
And then if you've been following stories over the past couple of weeks, you'll know that um, I've been learning that I've got Hashimoto's. Um, so stressing my body and putting too much movement into it, actually, like it inflames it, it creates stress and like the idea is to calm your body down as much as possible. So I'm like, gotta get up, gotta get up early, gotta like walk 5Ks each morning, then, you know, going to the gym, um, and doing all these things and like, I just feel my body swelling up. Like my body was telling me, even though walking's not that hard on the body, but for me, walking 5Ks every day along with weights training, it my body was telling me it's too much. So did I get up and go for a walk today? No. Did I yesterday? Yes. Was it a short walk? Absolutely. Did I have time in the headspace to do it? Yes. So yesterday was a good day for a walk. Today wasn't, but I moved my body in another way. So that's like the routine that I'm finding that for me personally is working really well it's keeping me fired up it's keeping me alive um and it's just something that I really enjoy where it's not like I have to do this structured routine every morning for my life to be successful or whatever stupid thing it is that I'm telling myself and the same for you whatever stupid thing it might be sorry that's probably sounds really offended but whatever it is that you're putting pressure on yourself about is it necessary Um, And what are non-negotiables? So another non-negotiable for me is going to the gym and lifting weights. Like that does so much for my soul and spirit, I can't even tell you. But I don't go in the morning. Too stressful in the morning for me to try and work everything out and fit everything in. I am still managing CWIB while I'm doing a lot of other things as well. So in the mornings, the gym just doesn't work for me. And people will tell you, get up, go to the gym, get it over and done with. For me, I find going to the gym at night time, like in the evening, works better. And the reason for that is because I've spent my whole day building up stress and anxiety and frustration of things. So for me, having an outlet at night time to kind of let all that out, like works like a dream. Sure, I might be tired. Sure, some days I have to drag myself there. Um... But I know when I do, I sleep better. I'm set up for home life better. Um, And I'm just generally, gosh, these waves are so big. I'm just generally um, a much better person if I work out at nighttime for home life after a busy day doing whatever. So that's like, that's a non-negotiable and something that I just fit in. So it would be Um, come home from wherever it is I'm doing or if I'm already at home, you know, four o'clock comes, shut everything down, get the gym gear on, put angry music on, whatever it is that floats your boat, (laughs) Um, get to the gym and like smash out a weight session. Uh, Weight sessions for me, they do inflame my body a little bit, but the benefits, the other benefits way out do that. As long as I don't do it too much, so three, four times maximum a week, I know my stress level and my body can cope with that. One might be a lighter session. Um, I feel strong, my body's strong, my hips are strong from it. And then I've let out all my anxious thoughts and aggression and frustration. So when I come to sleep, I find that my mind's a lot more peaceful um, and, and I'm not thinking um, the day through unless it's been like a super stressful day and even weight training's like not kicked it in the butt 
<laughs> but I guess the reason why I'm really sharing all this with you is because I want to give you permission to know that you don't have to do all these things that people are telling us to do to look after ourselves. It's just about finding what works for us, keeping ourselves aligned with Jesus, only doing literally what he's asked us to do, giving us space and time to do the things that we love um, and working out what that is for us. Another thing that I absolutely love to always have coming up is a hike. Um, I love getting into mountains. I love mountains and I love being out in nature. Like I, one of the things I miss so much about the UK is the woods. Like they are so beautiful there. I feel like Australian bushes, like they call the bush here, it's just all the same in every bush. Like it's the same trees. Like I just miss the smell, everything about it. Anyway, so where I can, I try and get in like the most mountainous bits I can of Australia and I'll book in to do a hike. Um, and I just find that brings me so much joy to look forward to something that I can go away and I can get in the place where I thrive, which is in nature and out moving my body. Um, and that's one of the, the, like the backbones of having the retreats. And I've got so many like dreams and visions and heart passions that I'd absolutely love to do like taking a group of women for a hike at Mount Kosciuszko for a weekend talking about business but you know we're out in the fresh air we're doing a hike we're achieving something that's moving our bodies just not sat in front of a computer um and that's again one of the reasons why we do the retreats is because for that particular woman that might be where she really feels filled and is a real delight to her and just getting away with Jesus and having that dedicated time for just her um, and what you or her she needs to do. Um, and Jesus, I just know Jesus will meet her there. Like Jesus meets me out when I'm walking and when I'm doing outdoorsy things. Um, it's when I switch off I find that that's when... Um, the things are spoken or shifts happen or whatever it is. So um, I feel like we've got to a place now where we're building Christian women in business up to have all different things on offer that kind of cater for different people. So we've got the online membership, like if you want day-to-day -day help and you just um, or support and you you know you wanting to be around that community or if you're regional it helps having something virtual we've got our annual conference for the girl that gets filled up from learning and being around people and having that interaction and being in the conference buzz and we do bring Jesus into conference of course he's like the center of it um, and we do have those quiet times but it might be something to look forward to like that that keeps you lit up it could be our retreats where it's very um, not solitude, but just very relaxed, very quiet, very, um, like, it's just very, very, like, there's a content feeling. You're going to bring your stuff, you're going to bring your baggage, and Jesus is going to help you and sort you out through that. It, like, it will happen. Um, but it's just that different, it's a quiet time. And if you're a girl that enjoys the intimacy and the quiet time, like, we have that available. And then for the girl like me, I love the retreat style. Um, it fills me that like small group inter interactions, truly amazing. But I know for me, I'm a, a doer and I'm a processor and 
quite an active person. So being able to go away with a group of girls that likes into business and having a ski weekend or having um, a climbing weekend or having a hiking weekend, like that's the thing that personally, like I'm not saying I don't enjoy doing conference and I don't enjoy doing retreats, but I know for me personally, like that is my sweet spot of light, energy inspiration um so it's different for everyone and i'd love like that's probably like the last kind of big goal left to pop into cwib is having that um time away together with god in in a different place um of being out in nature camping glamping um and then just enjoying the mountains so i ask you to sit down or when you're in your car or whenever think creatively what can if you're not a bath have your nails done kind of girl like what is it that truly fills you that you love to do that you might have not done for ages that is your bit of light to look forward to if it's booking yourself in an event if it's taking yourself off for a hike if it's driving and then stopping somewhere to do a mountain bike on the way down like whatever it is for you what can you try to include into something that you're already doing and create a habit out of that? And the key thing is to create a habit out of it. Um, not to feel like you've got something else to do that is like something else on your to-do list to try and fit into the day, but just something that just lights you up so much that's going to keep you on fire to keep moving forward for Jesus and what you're doing in your business or your leadership or your not-for-profit, your mission, whatever it is that you're in, that just delights you so you are keeping your energy levels up. It doesn't have to be every single day. If you can do it weekly, great. If you can do it fortnightly, great. If you have it as a once a month kind of thing, great. It's just creating that habit, keeping yourself accountable to it and just giving it a go. Have a play around. If one thing doesn't work, try another thing. Like there's endless things you can do. What you enjoyed when you were younger, you might not enjoy now. It might be something else that fills you. Um, But I encourage you and I give you permission not to have to do everything, but just to find that sweet spot for you that's going to help you keep going and that brings you joy, brings you light, fills you with energy um, that will help you to be a good human being, (laughs) not one that just feels like everyone's doing your heading and you feel so frustrated at life and everything. We've all been there. We all get there. And our aim is to encourage you and support you (laughs) so you don't end up hangry and um, feeling that life's just too hard. All right, so that's this week's video. Uh, We have got a podcast, depending on where you're listening. We do have a couple of spots left for our retreat, uh, which I'm super excited about. We're two weeks away. Registrations close next Wednesday, which um, is the Wednesday before the 27th. I don't know what that date that is off the top of my head. So if you're thinking about coming, we've got one day package left, two um, sleepover, we'll stay for the whole thing, um, spots left. Um, Yeah, and on the way down, when Megs and I um, come down to Jane Kong, I will be taking Megs for either a climb or we'll go for an ocean dip, depending on what the weather's like. Um, and we'll do something fun along the way. So Megs, I hope you're prepared. <laughs> um, I'm excited. All right. And, and I would love to know, please share with me, what is your sweet spot? 
what gets you fired up and how are you going to create that into a habit that's achievable, that's light, that's nice and easy for you, that you can keep up, that's not going to bring on pressure. Email me, DM me, message me, comment on the posts that we share with this. I would love to know. All right, have a great week. Bye.